Welcome to Beneath the Rhythm. I'm your host, Laura McKinnis-Ray. In today's episode, we have a very special guest, Toronto electronic dance artist, Lost Boy J. Join us as we take a closer look at Lost Boy J's musical journey from his early beginnings on SoundCloud to the success of his latest infectious single, Could Be Wrong, and his newly penned record deal. We'll be discussing the inspiration behind his music, creative process, and the positivity behind the dance music community. We'll also gain insights into the music industry and what does it take to succeed as an artist in 2023? Well, more on that to come on the program. You recently did a live set at Abandoned Lower Bass Station to celebrate your single, Could Be yeah. Wrong. Can you tell me a little bit yeah. about how that came together? Yeah, it was pretty wild, actually. Um, we had a venue that we had chosen. We were going through the booking of it, just like the rental of that space. Funnily enough, like a family member of the people we were renting this place from ended up not wanting to let us use it. So... We kind of had to, like, scramble to find a new venue. And then, actually, my my manager's girlfriend, he he had randomly said something about it would be crazy to do it in a subway station. And then she was like, well, why don't you look at Lower Bay Station? Like, see if you can do it in there. Because I've seen events happen in there. And, like, I don't know, maybe you can make it happen. And then the man made it happen. He got in contact with the TTC all the proper channels, everything, and mm-hmm. and then that was how we were able to uh, to book it. TTC, you know, bless her. She uh, she was amazing. She loved the idea, like loved everything that we were doing. So like she even worked really hard to, to make it happen, to get it approved, you know, just make it so that we could have the vision, uh, you know, come to life. And is it true? Are the acoustics stellar down there in lower base station? I'm not going to lie. They were, I was worried. Like I was scared for a bit that I was going to be kind of, I thought like the, the trains rumbling overhead were going to be a problem. As soon as I just cranked that volume up, it kind of just took care of everything. And then the way that we had the speakers set up was almost like an enclosed space. So that if you were standing between in them, you weren't hearing the trains, you weren't hearing anything. It was good. It was loud. It was it was nice. Yeah. I, 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 I enjoyed myself for sure. Fresh off the release, ready to play. Yes. You were recently signed to signed to a label. How does that feel? Yeah. Yes, I, it's crazy. I could be wrong, just went crazy like on the internet um, before I had even put it out. Initially, I actually put it out on SoundCloud. So I actually put it out like as a free download. Like mm-hmm. I made the song and people liked it and then ended up talking to a bunch of different labels about the song and about, you know, like my music career and where I want to take myself and, and stuff like that. And then I, I ended up going with Polydor, with Polydor Records. I mean, I've been making music forever, so, like, it was, like, obviously there's, like, the happiness of 
you know, achieving something that you've been trying to do. But then there's like the relief of actually achieving that goal of like, wow, now I can move on and I can I can really focus on the next steps of what this is and where it can take me. My initial thoughts when I first heard Could Be Wrong was I wasn't sure if you were a singer or producer or both. And I, as soon as I started listening to it, I was like, this is the work of a producer. This isn't someone who's just like on their keyboard in their bedroom. This is proper. Um, and I was curious just if you could give some context to how you started off. I've been playing music almost my whole life from a very young age, from I think maybe four or five years old. Um, and the first... The instrument I played was actually a steel pan in a steel pan band. Like I did, I was, it was actually like a school program. It was a program at my elementary school. And that was like my introduction to like, I guess like music that moves you. Obviously like your parents play music or whatever, but music that you get to hear for yourself for the first time. That was like my introduction to kind of music that moves you, makes you want to, you know, dance and, and even sing along to whatever you're playing. Mm -hmm. And then from there, like I was in jazz band, I was in classical band and I played trumpet and saxophone like I was always making music by myself like doing things with the instruments that I had to, to try and hear something that I heard in my brain so I was always like making music in my room just like screwing around I, like I finally got a computer and I, I started to understand like I can actually make a song for real like on my computer like I can use these programs and I can actually have it and play it for people and not just play it to myself and mm -hmm. you know sit in my room and my boys are in high school they all rapped like they all were rappers but they were always downloading these dusty beats from youtube and from all these random websites so i was like i can make beats so that's why i started making beats because my boys were rapping and then from there i i went ahead and i bought a microphone and then i would record us i would record all of us and make our beats and record us at school and, you know we'd skip class go record do what we do you know chill and then uh after high school lost connection with my with my boys because we all went to different schools i went to laurier so kind of i just kind of produced music for a long time just by myself until i met someone this guy that i ended up making like a duo with for a while like we made music together for like four or five years and i actually was i was recording myself like i was singing i was recording i was producing so i was doing all of that stuff for us which takes me to now, during the pandemic, I really got back into dance music. Give credit to my boy, uh, Brandon. Like, he's the one who kind of put me back on the dance music. You know, just going to the club, going to after hours, playing at home with DJ controllers. Like, I was like, man, I could, I could do this. Like, I could make dance music. I've made hip-hop, R&B. I'm like, I could make dance music. And I, could, I think I could, in my head, I believed I could, like, be someone in dance music. Mm -hmm. So I was, I just started making dance music. I started making dance music. I started posting it on TikTok. Like stuff started to kind of take off with some remixes and mashups that I had done. That takes us to could be wrong and just posting could be wrong. And, and then finally, like I signed could be wrong. And that's, you know, we're here now. Is, do you think TikTok is here to stay? Do you think this is a good tool in I music? Mean, I love TikTok, not just for music. I think it's a great social media I think that when people use it for like, like my TikTok feed isn't, you know, like a bunch of garbage, right? Because it's your TikTok feed is all it's based on what you look at and what you like, right? Yeah. So I find that like my TikTok feed is very like hyper focused to the things that I like and I'm interested in. And I actually end up learning a lot more and seeing a lot more things than I normally would. So I, I mean, I like it. I think it's a great tool. 
I mean, it's used more than Google. I, I think it's here to stay. I mean, it sucks for the Canadian government officials. They're not allowed to use it, but like, I don't know what they would be doing with it anyways. It's so. a hot topic. Are there any Toronto artists particularly that you'd like to collaborate with now that you've played live recently and you, the gear's back moving? Anyone come to mind? It's it's tough for me to say because like the way, they, the way that I like to produce music is I like to take things that kind of already exist I like to hear something from a song and then like with, with could be wrong. Like it was like, I heard the Brandy record. Right. And then I was like, I could, I could take that part. I could make a song out of it. I, you know what? Yeah. Like I, I would love to have, you know, work on a song with like Magic Jordan or. I actually heard that influence when I started listening to some of your music. They have such a good like understanding of that moody kind of dance music that yeah. I, that I like. Obviously, you know, like The weekend, like these are all people that everybody on the world would love to have a song with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many talented artists that don't necessarily have a huge platform, but, you know, are doing well for themselves that I would love to work with as well. Like people that I know and people that I've worked with in the past. Like I love the Stay Out Late guys, you know, Stay Out Late crew. A lot of the rappers in the city, like I, I really enjoy their music. I'd love to take those party songs that they make and turn them kind of into dance songs, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I've been to the club. I love going out, and I love meeting people and hearing new music. And dance music is, like, one of those things in Toronto that you don't really get to hear too often. Like, it comes on every 10 songs when you're at the club, unless you're, you know, unless you're at Coda or something or you're at Subdivision or, you know, yeah. somewhere that where they're playing dance music. It's tough. So it, it'd be really cool to, to work with people in the city that are, up-and-coming artists Mm -hmm. and kind of create something new for people to listen to. What are your thoughts on this whole revival of dance music? Beyonce album, there was Drake, like post-pandemic, everyone sort of had a specific opinion over what that meant to them. I mean, I only have positive things to say. Like, I don't have anything bad to say. Like, I can't say anything negative about either of those projects or albums or anybody trying to make dance music because, like, that's, like, me as well, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I... I'm out here doing the same thing. So I think it's good. I think, you know, I think it's one of the most inclusive communities. I think it's one of the, you know, most positive communities. I think that people really, if you make good dance music, like you're not just, you know, screwing around and and trying to, you know, being a wannabe or something. If you make good dance music, like that's a community that will, that will accept you. Whereas like I found with like hip hop, you could make good music, but you need to kind of have something else going on you can't just rely on on your music right like you you kind of gotta you gotta be somebody else you gotta be someone and i find with dance music like you don't need to be that you can be who you are and you can kind of express yourself a lot easier through your music i think it's a good thing i i I don't know if dance music has necessarily been revived by these people i think it's a good thing that they've definitely made it a little bit more mainstream because you could be a gatekeeper or you could be somebody that welcomes new talent and new music right mm-hmm. i like to be a little bit of both i'm not gonna lie like there are things that i i'm not gonna tell you what, what that record is or i'm not gonna tell you where that song is from i'll play it for you yeah you know you can do the homework so, yeah <laughs> just lastly did you have any upcoming gigs that you wanted to tell us about um yeah so i should be playing coda april 8th so within the next month i think i'm uh opening for low stepper it's a crazy feeling right to go from just making music in your room to now you get to play 
to people. Like it's, absolutely, it's unreal. I love it. You are just listening to Lost Boy J on Beneath the Rhythm, an RX Music podcast, and I'm your host, Laura McInnes Ray. This program was produced by Craig Clemens and myself. Thanks for listening. Could be